Come on, Jake. It's only life. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Oh, tell me why I'm corrupted politician. They might tell pure lies. They might deep up the milk and what they pick in the air. They might ask where they feel hungry people. They might die. You know why? Come tell me why I'm corrupted politician. They might tell pure lies. Anyways, welcome to the Brackish Podcast. We are your hosts, Knock Cliff. Yeah, Linners is gone. She's gone. Uh, we will say, uh, you know, better pastures. She's yeah. It's a shame she uh, she lost her legs. Yeah, and she said she couldn't stand to be with us anymore. So there it is. That's okay. She's she's doing well. She's not dead. She's, she didn't lose her legs. No, nothing happened to her face. Uh, she just signed a contract with somebody saying she couldn't use her likeness. Yeah, she's way cooler than yeah, us. Yeah, way. <laughs> never going to sign a contract like that. Way cooler than us. You know, we're just bringing this podcast to you about something that's near and dear to us as Louisianians. It's... Yes. And on that token, I will say, welcome back to uh, us. It's yeah. been a while. It's been over we're, a year. We're trying to give the people what they want. Yeah. And over that year... Knock and I welcomed two babies into the world. We did. We became dads. Yeah. Not uh, with each other. Not with each other. Uh, separate. But it was close. Very close. Two months apart. Yeah. So that's what the hyenas was about. Yeah. Uh, but we won't. It's not, a, it's not a dad podcast. No, it's not a dad it's podcast. Not, it's not turning into a dad no, podcast. No, no, no. I just, we just wanted to give the people... Um, where we were, I, I, Cliff started an ad on Facebook, and we got a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. Are you coming back? Can we do it with you? All this sort of nonsense. Not nonsense. It was, it was fans asking us, uh, are we coming back? And I, I responded, March 2023. So here we are. We have at least <laughs> 10,000 uh, streams. Ooh, that's good. I may have clicked 1,000 times myself. That's, yeah. Cliff may click 1,000 times just to listen back, you know, <laughs> make sure everybody sounds right. Uh, We're only a million away from signing a contract. All right. Lynn, we'll see you soon. To what we're talking about today, uh, especially when you leave off with Lynn like that, it makes me think of corrupt, mm -hmm. right? And such as a contract that was she signed, she's going to regret it because it's, it's a in Louisiana we do corrupt things, and no one does our corrupt things better than our politicians. Just name a few, just pop them off. It's time, hmm. Ray Nagan. Yeah, it's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be a chocolate New Orleans. And I don't care what people are saying uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate at the end of the day. I'll read what happened. Yeah, to, let's read. So, uh, for the people who don't. He was convicted in 2014. He was the mayor of New Orleans uh, during Katrina. 
Uh, he was very famously quoted by saying that New Orleans should become a chocolate city uh, right after Hurricane Katrina, kind of weeks after. Uh, but he was indicted and charged. Uh, he was alleged to have took more than $200,000 in bribes. His family got a vacation to Hawaii, first class to Jamaica, private jet travel, a limousine to New York, free cell phones in exchange for him and his family having all this fun and that businessmen were awarded more than $5 million in city contracts. This is according to the indictment. I don't know where that came from. It was a crazy moment. Uh, you know, maybe I'm not getting enough sleep at night, but uh, that won't happen again. Think about free cell phone back then. <laughs> he did all that for a, fuck, for a Nokia? Yeah, for a Nokia. For Snake? That's the only thing you could do on there. I mean, I don't even know. You couldn't even take grainy pictures till you got a Motorola that razor. That was the Blackberry. That was the Blackberry years. I mean, be honest. dude. It was the Blackberry years. That Ray. was right after Nokia. Ray, if only you could have saw the future. But you still did have Snake on there. That was That's, the best. Yeah, the Rolly Ball on the Samsung. You have... Blackberry, sorry. Yeah. Other than Ray, you've got... Well, that's local. Let's go... Edwin Edwards. Oh, yeah. Edwards fought to legalize casino gambling in Louisiana. While he got his way, that fight led Edwards to federal prison. The Chinese have a saying that if you sit by the river long enough, the dead body of your enemy will come floating down the river. I suppose the feds sat by the river long enough, so here comes my body. That was the Louisiana governor who was convicted of corruption and bribery. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taking bribes as the governor, and people still loved him. So much so that when he got out of prison, I believe, didn't he, he not run? For, he didn't run for governor. He made one final run for office, losing in the runoff for the 6th Congressional District seat. You can be a felon and be a senator, <laughs> guys. If you didn't know that, that's something you could do. Gotta love it. And that's the loophole we find in Louisiana because it's uh, just one of the great places uh, to come live. We're pretty uh, notorious for, uh, I think it's us in Chicago, right? That are just notorious for our politicians. It's almost being, like being you're, bad. you're you're stupid if you don't go into politics. Yeah. Oh. It seems like everybody's, I mean, obviously they didn't get away with it. They sure as heck had fun while it lasted, though. <laughs> they did, they did. More recently, we had uh, former state senator Karen Carter-Peterson. Uh, she was I believe she pled guilty to yes. allegedly so to just keep us safe uh, she would take her campaign funds uh, that people gave her to run for office and she would take that money and go gambling at the casino yeah um, easily easily trackable if your ATM cards are being used at the casino. I mean, they. I mean, everyone knows casinos, cameras everywhere. Uh, obviously, they are tracking her campaign fund bank account. 22 months in prison. That is the punishment a federal judge handed down to former state senator Karen Carter Peterson after a guilty plea to wire fraud. She pleaded guilty to taking more than $140,000 from both the state Democratic Party and her campaign coffers to gamble at casinos. <sighs> they must think we're stupid. And then most, most recently, obvious, is our mayor right now, Latoya mm. Cantrell, in some hot, hot water. I would say it's the hottest water of anybody 
right? Like there's NFL coaches who are in less hot seats than this mayor right now. There's a recall effort. Uh, they say she takes too many trips first class to uh, Europe. She would upgrade her flights to first class or business class, costing the city tens of thousands of dollars just this year. But after questions by city council members and an opinion from the city attorney, the mayor said she's now making plans to pay the money back. Right. Uh, yes. And then not even getting into the whole officer vappy uh, entanglement. Ooh, uh, right? yeah. She was elected, or was it when she was elected? Yeah, it was right, right before, when was she was the, running for mayor. The credit card thing. Yeah, uh, her city credit card was being used for some uh, questionable things. Uh, tampons was one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then she was buying turkeys for people in her- District maybe her, or yes, whatever. Uh, she was buying turkeys for people in her district and it was with the city's credit card. So there was no like, hey, you can't be using the city's money just to buy people turkeys. Uh, and from what I understand, it was a big old truck that just backed up oh, into a neighborhood. But it's it's okay. She paid it back. Yeah, after she was caught. Right. You know, that's... She paid it back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now New Orleans is dealing with it. Crime is, uh, is out there. It's, yeah. It's uh, pretty present. Uh, there's a recall. There's a recall. That may or may not get... And do you want to get into the Officer Vappy stuff? How do we want to even explain it to people who don't know? Our mayor here in New Orleans right now is accused of using a French Quarter apartment to sleep in constantly, right? She's living there, not, not paying rent when, you know, by law she would be have to compensate the city for what they might lose in rent. But using this apartment and then a security officer from the NOPD and her may have been hanging out there off the clock, but on the clock? Off the clock, on the... We're on a great trajectory, and the best is yet to come. Thank you so much. So, so again, Ms. Mayor, thank you very much. I no, thank you. Why don't I, everybody else gets a follow-up? Why don't I get a follow-up question? Uh, sir, uh, you're the one who touts having over 680 hours of me filming me at an apartment, sir, that I have one, uh, the authority to use uh, in my capacity as mayor of the city of New Orleans. So, sir, you've done more than any other reporter in this room that has been, in my opinion, in violation of me as a human being. So with that, sir, thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. There was thank a, you. I mean, it, it was news gold. There's a public camera right outside of the apartment door. So she's all up in arms about the news and how one news news anchor is just after her. But I mean, the gold is there. He didn't do anything. He didn't set a camera up. You know, he just used the footage and he's, he's asking questions. <laughs> it's crazy. She doesn't like it. No, Either. she does not like it. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So, and thank, thank, we know, and thank you very much. She's uh, pretty mad. Yeah. Right. Uh, she feel that her, her privacy has been, uh, I guess, taken away from her. Oh, yeah. But, whew, the, the, the mayor of New Orleans is in deep. Uh, that's why we probably have to make this podcast corrupt politicians question mark? Yeah.
because she uh, alleges, yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely innocent. I'm not doing anything bad. I had my lawyers look at that whole apartment thing. Whatever, me and Vappy's business is my business. She, I think she's denied an affair. Absolutely. Yet Vappy's wife in the divorce uh, papers says that Mrs. L. C. was the reason that they're getting divorced. So it's 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 not Lieutenant Colonel. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but when we come back from this break, we're gonna give you two great stories about as corrupt as politician could even be in one story in order to get rid of the other guy. I'm going to do what I want to do kind of thing. And then Cliff's coming with another one. Yeah, the uh, notorious RGP. Um, I don't know if a lot of people... I, I tend to, to like to go to the lesser known maybe, but then she's lesser known, but she was also a part of a bigger group. So mm. that can be... The whole thing could be six other episodes, and it might as it might be. If this is good enough, we may just keep rolling from time to time with these. But yeah, we can have a ton of politicians. There's a it's a it's just endless here, which is sad in a way, but great for content. Yeah, so <laughs> we keep electing. Why them. not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our own fault, folks. Yeah. That's pretty good. I know it's it's we've been missing it. Yeah, and uh, it didn't matter. We just right back on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, Grammy worthy. We'll get to that later. Yes, we'll send it in. We will. I mean, <laughs> if Styles Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, she's gonna get it. Old news. Yeah. <laughs> so it's me. Hi. Hi's the problem. It's me. Which is. Pretty much, uh, is that the right lyrics? Yeah, that's right. Know. It's right. It's right. That's exactly what every one of our politicians we're going to talk about should say. Yeah, they should. They should, but they don't usually, right? Oh, they're not going to own up to it unless they know they're going to like not go to jail. Then they'll yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, I did that. I did that. I'll pay you back." Sure, 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 sure. So you go, me go, you go, me go. I say you go because you got a good little uh, goof. I, All right. I, I love the the story surrounding the story, which this, is great because I know about the yeah the other story. This is local, as local can get. Um, she is still alive, so I hope we don't get House of Cards. Okay, like pushed into a subway train. Yeah, uh, which I don't think we will. I don't know if she's still in District B. Still lives in District B. I'm not really sure. District B in New Orleans. I don't really know the boundaries of it, but let's just say New Orleans, Central Business District, some of Uptown, I think it cuts off. So it's not in the Seventh Ward or Fifth Ward? I don't even know. Yeah, we can can still talk about her. We can still talk about her if she's not from there. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we're good. We're good. We're good. But no, it's She's living close to Uptown. It's close. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's right up to the river, inner... Interested. She US can name. walk to magazines. She can do. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. around. Okay. Um, 
I like that. It's just kind of adding some. Attended Holy Ghost Elementary School, Xavier Prep, Dillard University, and the University of New Orleans. Oh, she's got a few degrees. Yes. Okay. Who is this woman? Her name is... The Notorious RGP. You don't know who that is? No, I have no idea who this woman is. Fine. Okay. Well, her name is Renee Gil Pratt. And it's uh, Gil Pratt. It's not Gil Pratt. It's whatever you want it to be. She was a former New Orleans City Councilwoman. Oh, okay. So. And uh, from 2002 to 2006. And she was a state representative from 1991 to 2002. In February of 2011, she was indicted by a grand jury. And she was tried on this racketeering charge. But the jury in that case could not agree uh, to a unanimous verdict. So the judge declared a mistrial, but in July of 2011, she was indicted again, and she basically went to trial because she was maintaining her innocence the whole time. And basically what it comes down to is she was a part of the Jefferson family. And if anyone knows in that Jefferson circle, the most known around these parts is William Jefferson, who Knock knows mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. who is... Rode a plane with him once. Okay. Dollar Bill Jefferson. Dollar Bill. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, apparently... Um, we didn't talk, don't worry. No, yeah. He <laughs> was trying to give you... Hey, man. Uh, but they basically skimmed off of... I think over a million dollars of these charities that they were doing in Central City. I think they were just getting money from people and it's one of those things where you got people running a charity that says it's nonprofit and blah, blah, blah. So people are giving their money and they were stealing the money, which is highly illegal. Illegal, so just buying stuff for their own benefit. Yeah, just, well, I don't even know what they were buying. It doesn't really say what they were buying, but I'm sure they were benefiting themselves pretty well mm -hmm. with the money that they were getting for the charities rather than dispersing it to, I'm sure, to whoever the charities were that, you know. We're supposed to disperse it to. The poor and disadvantaged. Yes. Basically, the constituents of Central City. It seemed like it was Central City charities that was going to give back to the community, and the money was not given back to the community. So they indicted her uh, for more than, basically accused of more than $1.4 million of stealing and 10 years in a federal prison. The prosecutors argued that she should get 11 to 14, but the judge, and this is where you can tell me whether or not this is corrupt and all this BS, she was probably in, probably knew the judge, and mm -hmm. all this is all hearsay, mm -hmm. and I don't care. She went to prison. Right. He said, the guy, they're just guidelines, whatever the jury gives him. So they're advisory and not mandatory. So he said, I'll give her seven years. Still a good chunk, but it's half. not, yeah, it's not what the it's, jury. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from what, you know, that's the thing is, a lot that and it's, it's a recurring theme with I'm sure Knox's story and whatever else corrupt around here is that 
the reason it keeps happening is because obviously seven years in a federal prison is not a slap on the wrist, but it's not 14. Right. And I'm sure if you have good behavior, you're not doing yeah, seven. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not doing. You know, so that that's you're doing half. Thing. I think usually. Right? I'm sure. Yeah. So so how much she personally gained a hundred one point. I don't know million? how much she gained, but oh, it was like over okay. a million was found. To she's be got a just... good resume too. I mean, a state representative yeah. and a city council person. Yikes. So the judge was trying to give her to the or surrender her to the Bureau of Prisons, but her lawyer was trying to get her out free on an appeal, like while they were appealing it. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is the records are say around 150 people, but I'll just give you a couple. The sheriff at the time, Marlon Guzman, Mm -hmm. they wrote letters asking to be lenient for her. And the judge, he Marlon Guzman was probably like the well-known one. And the judge basically said it's the most letters he's ever seen written on any defendant's behalf. So basically these people were vouching for her. Saying like, oh, no, she's the, you know, like you said, New Orleans mm-hmm. Councilwoman, state rep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so had a lot of people and a lot of corners. She didn't really know what she was doing when she stole that millions of dollars. I'm sure it was. She was... Um, not bribed, but she was coerced by the Jeffersons and all. And Political I'll machine. The, yeah. So, okay. basically. She was just a cog in the wheel. She's, uh, look, Renee, don't come after me. Uh-huh. But we got quotes from you that say, you know, why are you, why am I here? What have I done? All of my hard work trying to do good was for nothing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maintained her innocence. But in my opinion, I mean, if you're innocent, the judge wouldn't have given you any time. Well, City Councilwoman Renee Gilpratt reported to prison in Mariana, Florida. Gilpratt was convicted of racketeering in 2011. A jury found she used state funds designated for nonprofits for her own personal gain. In July, a federal judge rejected her request for a new trial. She was sentenced to 50 months in prison. There must have been some evidence there. There must have been some. You must have been handling some money. So basically, she said that the only mistake that she ever made was falling in love with her political boy toy, Mose Jefferson. Oh. Who was Billy's, we'll call him Billy, Billy's brother. And he was basically supposedly the mastermind behind this charity skimming operation. and, And I guess this was, I don't know if this was like closing... I don't know when the judge is allowed to speak. I guess when it ends, he can give his piece, or does he give a piece before he gives the final? Yeah, he kind of gives a piece and then gives it, and then yeah. you know, it's like it's like church. You so know, he's yeah, yeah. homily, and then so you when, give, yeah, yeah. give him the, the boom, hit the gout. Yeah. So he basically said like, oh, she enjoyed a stellar career. She was an educator, politician before the indictment, and and he believed that she was played by Mose Jefferson. And who was the brain behind the scheme, but he said, nonetheless, she must be held accountable for her actions. And her lawyer came out and said, like, the biggest mistake was that she trusted in the Jefferson family, such as Moe's and I believe the sister Betty Jefferson. And obviously, this went to, yeah, this went to this one. Yeah, this went to trial, so you know. 
that this came out because I believe Betty Jefferson testified against her in oh, the trial. Oh, the wife, the sworn. So you know that. So you know that they come in and and then, no, I think Betty is the sister. I don't. I think oh, okay, okay, okay. So, but anyway, the okay. fa- fam. We'll just say family. Yeah, the family. Of- They're on the stand. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the yeah. Yeah. Right. I doubt that was done. Yeah. And obviously, the family is going to protect itself. So a corrupt the, family were the state's witnesses, most likely. They're going to protect themselves against the outsider. And yeah. we not, have, has anyone else heard this uh, story before? They testified today that Gil Pratt used her position as a legislator to secure funding for the charities in question, Project Chance and Care Unlimited. Gil Pratt's attorney argues his client had no knowledge of the scheme. So yeah, we'll so they all, they all got something. Okay. But that's the thing is, you know, he said, she said, and who's got the... You know what? <sighs> I'm going to go on the side of Gil Pratt's right here. Mm-hmm. She's living fast and loose. Moses, her hangout. She goes and drinks Japanese whiskey with him in Baton Rouge every now and again. Fall in love, right? She, she just didn't know. She was signing some papers, you know? He put in front of her. He said, oh, this is for your uh, dry cleaning. Could you sign right there? She didn't know. You know, and then when she was getting all these nice things and money and gifts, she just didn't know. She didn't know, man. Why are you coming down so hard? <laughs> what I think is Moe's had a hose and Gil so many references. was after her. Not only that, but if any time that somebody can sit there and explain to you that this is an easy way that we can skim off these people. They probably thought it was a good plan, but I'll tell anybody listening, if it seems too easy, it's probably not. And it may be easy when you start out that nobody's catching on, but once you start racking up the dollars and somehow you get to over a million and nobody's found out until now, of course you're gonna keep doing it because Imagine no one's- what else they might have been doing. That's what I'm, who knows, it was, I mean, you know, that. Yeah, it's crazy. I always find that when people get caught, it's usually, you know, several times. Right. Especially something like this uh, that is done. So Jefferson, Mose, mm-hmm. he was also charged at some point. Um, but he also he also went to prison. I don't know, not on this, but I believe on other things. But he died in prison. So you have Mose who died in prison. Did... What's Billy up to? I don't know. Let me look him up real quick. I mean, this isn't about Billy. It's just a part of the story. The moral for anyone listening is these people are still alive and still kicking. 2017, Bill Jefferson got out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think there's not another scheme plotting, you're highly mistaken. Allegedly. So I don't get thrown in front of a train. Yeah. So you think they're back at it. They always do. Have you ever seen Ocean's 12? <laughs> Ocean's 13? After Ocean's 11, do you think they stopped? No. So, do you think that Memphis Reigns, after he went to prison for Grand Theft Auto, do you think that he said, no, I'm going to stop doing this? No. 
What do you say? He made a movie called Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh-huh. And he went and stole 50 cars. Right. Because he had to to save his brother. And maybe that's the case in the... Right. Renee just had to save her family. People will do anything for money. Yeah. Moe's had to save his family. Yeah. Bill had to save his family. Moe's with the hose. Yeah. Municipalities, mm-hmm. but I mean it, it. It doesn't matter whether there's four million or four thousand people. It's going to happen everywhere. Probably a lot easier to get away with it with four thousand. Yeah. Do you think that it happens more often in Louisiana and New Orleans, or do you think that it uh, is just more often found out? I think that it happens everywhere. I I just think we don't know a lot about them because some of them are just small time. Mm-hmm. Like who's gonna it takes a documentary 15 years after. Yeah, who, who from Texas is going to really care about what Renee Gill Pratt did? Yeah, Now, would true. they care about what Edwin Edwards did? Yeah, he was the governor of Louisiana. Right. But like small town stuff, like, you know, you probably see things that pop up on news websites like small town sheriff steals, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, but then that, I don't really care. You're just like, oh, how much did he steal? <laughs> yeah. That's it. And I'm like, oh, man. Good for him. But yeah, he had a nice him. boat. Yeah. yeah. Three jet skis. How do you need three jet skis? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to me, like, if the sheriff's got the most land in the uh, county and the most expensive everything, then something's got to, you know, <laughs> start questioning things. It's funny that you talked about sheriffs. Because oh. in my store, I have two sheriffs oh. going at it. Whoa. Well, in, in, one, in one way. But I'll give you a, a brief summary. Sure. So, illicit drug trafficking on the bayous inspires a murder-for-hire scheme to kill a sheriff. So, what you were just saying... Is something that happened in a smaller parish of Louisiana, Lafouche Parish. And Lafouche Parish is like 40 miles south of New Orleans, southwest-ish. Right? If, you, if anyone here is listening, if you Google it, spell out Lafourche. L-A. You cannot sound it out. F-O-U-R-C-H-E. Lafouche. Okay. All right. And it has to do with these two sheriffs. They were both sheriff at one point, and Duffy Bro and Cyrus Bobby Tardo. Is Bobby middle name or, or nickname? Bobby was his nickname. Nickname, nickname was uh, Bobby. So I'm going to call him Bobby. Sometimes I might go to Tardo, but Duffy Bro and Bobby Tardo. All right. So in 1975, there was an election, and Duffy Bro, he defeated Bobby Tardo for sheriff in Lafouche Parish. All right, and so Tardo was the sheriff from 1972 to 1976. Even in that 1972 election, right, they ran against each other, and then when that was over, the other guy endorsed the other guy, and then, bam, uh, 
Tardo even gave Duffy Bro a job at the Sheriff's Department as a deputy while he was sheriff, right? So then he comes back and he runs against him again. At this time, Duffy Bro wins. Oh. And Bro even said that him and Bobby Tardo were really good friends. And he was a part of the sheriff's team. So this is according to court documents. There's this guy named Marshall K. McClendon. Right, so he's a former Baton Rouge and New Orleans police officer. So you know he's dealing in some dirty stuff. Absolutely. And he said around the time that Bro defeated Bobby, that's when Bobby said to McClendon, we need to kill Duffy Bro. So back in 1975, McClendon says that this now former sheriff came to him and said, we got to kill the sheriff-elect. So they sat on the idea for a while, he says. So in 1979, Bro and Tardo run against each other, and Bobby Tardo again loses. He's not happy, all right? So he goes to his buddy McClendon again, and he says, we got to kill this sheriff. But again, they don't go through with it, right? They're like, we're not going to go through with it, all right? So in 1984, Tardo says, screw it, I'm running for the parish president in Lafourche. And he actually wins. So this is almost like 10 years after yeah. the initial beef. Tardo seems satisfied. There's uh, not too much beef between the two guys. But in 1987, he lost his job again. All right? So once again, Bobby Tardo is out of a job. And... Kind of, he must have not been that good of a parish president. He brought, no, he was a one-term sheriff, one-term parish president. Yeah, obviously, look in the mirror. All this time, Duffy Bro's just racking up sheriff elections, right? So Bobby Tardo again goes to McClendon, who was on the drug task force on the Fouche Parish, and says, hey, why don't we just kill Sheriff Bro? Because he's the reason I keep losing elections, He's the reason I'm out of a job right now. Oh, so he thinks Duffy Bro was he in, thinks, in the background right. saying, don't vote for this guy. So, yeah, he believes that Duffy Bro in that second parish president election was like, nah, we, don't, he, we need to get rid of him, right? So, this time, it turns into some action. Bobby Tardo wants to regain political power, the prosecution said, and McClendon, he wanted to start or keep engaging in drug trafficking. So McClendon is trafficking drugs and he's on the drug task force of Lafourche Parish. It's a good front. It's a great front. So he wants to keep doing it, okay? The drug task force is engaging in drug trafficking. Probably happens all the time. So McClendon, he goes to one of his buddies, Mr. Ralph Bergeron. He is a home police officer and some other guy named John Toulier, the three of them, they assemble a bomb, a pipe bomb. Oh, Jesus. I hope they, well, back then they couldn't Google how to make a bomb, so I guess that's one thing they have going for them. So the three of them, according to prosecutors, met at the Sizzler in 1988. Of course they did. Okay? So this started right back in 1975-ish, and we're up to 1980. So in early 1988, the three of them, right? You got McClendon, you got Tullier, and you got the home of policeman, Bergeron. They meet at the Sizzler, 
and they discussed the fact that if Duffy Bro was out of the picture, Bobby Tardo would be sheriff and they could all be the drug trafficking of Lafouche Parish. Take over, make the money. Take Just over, keep... make the money, keep it going. So Bergeron and Tullier, they conduct surveillance on Bro several times before the bombing was actually carried out, an affidavit says. So an informant who admitted his involvement in an attempt on Bro's life told federal agents that Bobby Tardo had supplied money to have Bro murdered. And he gave McClendon an extra 2000 for the bomb. So on December 15th, 1988, Bro, Duffy Bro's sheriff, and Deputy Daniel Lesh they were leaving a senior citizen's Christmas party at the Thibodeau Civic Center. Damn, that's cold. A grocery bag filled with nails and bullets on the ground were left underneath Bro's car, right? And as he approached it, the sheriff saw it and he kicked it. And as he did that, go boom, right in the Thibodeau Civic Center parking lot, someone has just pipe-bombed the sheriff's car. Bro's leg is nearly torn off, but Bro, Duffy Bro, and the other deputy, Daniel Lesh, they both survived. So they're like, dang. So at a press conference, the ATF says that they monitored conversations between Bobby Tardo and that informant. And it was during that meeting that Bobby Tardo informed them that he knew about the bombing and he gave that confidential source $100 to help him get out of town, right? So ATF's already on this and they already know that ah, Bobby, alibi. Bobby Tardo is the, the big man on this. He, played, he paid everybody $8,000 to split and then another twelve grand if bro died. So obviously, they didn't get their money. Dang. Four men pled guilty to conspiracy, possession of unregistered devices, you name it. Tardo also pled guilty to soliciting to commit a violent crime. Sentenced to federal prison in 1989, 90-ish, right? Didn't take long for my man Bobby Tardo to- uh, Bobby T. To kick that bucket. And just to show you a really good picture of Bobby Tardo. Just explain the look of this 1970s Dashing, he looks like a like like how Conway Twitty would look like a country singer. He does. He looks like a gemstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's either a, he's either a country singer or uh, a, which would make sense if he was like a gemstone because you're making a ton of money. Uh -huh. Oh man. Yeah. We need to put that picture up. And that's amazing. Here is uh, Duffy Bro, and uh, you can't really see his foot, but. Uh, Dapper man, yeah, sheriff like, you know. Uh, seems he, like a yes, he can't stand to be with us either, that's for sure. Tardo died in federal prison in 1992 of a heart attack. 
He was serving a 29-year sentence. Tullier, uh, serving 19 years and eight months. McClendon, serving 24 years. Bergeron, uh, served 11 years for their roles in the attack. Now, Duffy Bro, he would go on to serve as sheriff for another 16 years, or for in total 16 years until 1992, when he too ran afoul with the law. So four years after getting his foot blown off, the sheriff that we thought was up and coming, right? He's he had, also corrupt. He had his foot in the door somewhere else? Yeah, he had his foot in the door. He, he pled guilty to mail fraud, conspiracy, and obstruction of justice for deals in which he was involved in sheriff. At the center of the charges was a scheme to defraud the Lafouche Parish of more than $100,000 through a company owned by Bro and Chief Deputy Eddie Duet. Wow. <laughs> See? He so, the sheriff's office co contracted with local banks, which paid for the storage of mobile homes. Bro and Duet owned the land where the trailers were stored they profited directly from the transactions. Bro, ser Bro served more than four years in federal prison in Montgomery and was released in 1997. He died eight years later in 2005. Complications of pneumonia. He was 77. So, so he almost was like, oh man, I got a, I got a free pass because now I don't have to deal with these guys anymore. So now I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to do my I, own traffic. I got nobody over. else to stop me now. But that's what's great about uh, creative corruption, I think we can call it, right? Hey, man, you got some land. I hear they need some places to store some mobile homes. Let's go in on this storing of mobile homes. Yeah, and just split the money. Split for, the cash, right? For the layperson, we would never even know they need places to store mobile homes for emergencies. And no, stuff we like don't that. have that in. Yeah, we're we're not we're not privy to that information. And who wants to go sit at a council meeting? Ugh. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. God, your story was way cooler. So two sheriffs, <laughs> both corrupt. One of them blows up the car of the other one, and uh, you know Lafouche is still Lafouchean. And the sheriff that is there right now, Greg Weber, he has been there uh, for many years, since 1992. Uh, very well-decorated yeah. gentleman. Uh, lots of stars and stripes and bars on his chest. Well, hopefully he cleaned it up. One would hope, right? Because the last sheriff was Duffy Bro. Oh! <laughs> he's, he's, uh. he's the most recent sheriff since 1992. Uh, that's how many years now? 92? 30. 30 years he's been sheriff. Greg well, Weber. Guess what? We're uh, on to you, Greg. No, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. Greg, we're not coming. Don't worry. We know what you did last summer. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, when the, let's, let's just let it play out because then there can be this nice documentary of the tale of corrupt Lafouche Parish sheriffs. And it can start with Duffy and Bobby T, uh -huh. and then continue with Sheriff Weber. Bobby T was a straight-up political gangster, I know. like using his office each time <laughs> to help out his boys, like 100% political G. 
Like he did not care. No, I'm sh yeah, I'm sure Sheriff Weber is the nicest man alive. It's nothing against him. You're just in a position where everyone's used to it, so it doesn't look that great when you're in a position for 30 years. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the old saying of too much of one thing is not a good thing. Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, 30 years is a long time to be in one spot mm -hmm. or, or the head honcho. Right. It's interesting that he stayed there for 30 years. Some people use that as a stepping stone, like like Bobby T. Right. Sheriff, then he parish president, mm -hmm. you know, and then, you know, if he wanted to do something else, but... He likes his job. Good for him. Yeah. I'm not saying he, there's nothing against him. I have no evidence against you, Mr. Weber. Not Why do you keep bringing him into this? Like, just let him go. Because he's staring at me. You have a picture. <laughs> he's looking at me right in the eyes, and I'm just trying to make sure that he understands... Oh, you know, he's probably smart, too, because he came on like right before the Internet started. So he probably was like when he saw the Internet gear up. Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got to clean up my act. Yeah, we could put a lot. A lot of things can happen with this thing. You would think that many politicians would clean up their act with the Internet. But, you know, they don't like all their stuff is public record sometimes just freely searched and clicked like let me go check out what this this politician spent there on the stock market let me see what they spent it on oh they're over the department of agriculture oh they just bought a ton of money in stock for this fertilizer company wow it's so weird yeah it, it's amazing to me and i'll say this if anyone out there Wants to become a public official. You're going to get rich. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing, easy way to make money. Two, your private life is never private again. It's really not. You sign it over. You, you no longer become a, a regular. You're a celebrity. Yeah. And, if, and that, that goes with the territory of what you are if you are... Council person, yeah, that's fine. You got a bunch of people. If you want to be mayor, more eyes. Mm -hmm. If you want to be parish president, even more eyes. If you want to be governor, whole lot of eyes, mm -hmm. whole lot of state eyes. And then obviously Senate and all. You know, it goes up. Everyone is going to know your life. If you went to Epstein to Island. Yes. Yeah. Which we still don't know. I, have you seen the list? There's some... There's some troubling names on there uh, like America's sweetheart names oh well, uh, I think we need to do that next yeah <laughs> we're I, I just don't even know I don't should we give them the Renee Gil Pratt benefit of the doubt or do they know what was going on they knew exactly what you saw what we did to Brendan Fraser. Well, luckily he's back now. You know that's probably what happened. Yeah. What do you do? He no. Brendan Fraser went through his own little personal matches. He didn't. He tried to rat out Epstein Island. That's why he was away for so long. No, the issue was that's is why, that... That's why Josh Hartnett no, went away. Brendan Fraser, the issue is he went over to Egypt and he let out a freaking... 
an emperor from 2,000 years ago that plagued the world. That's, That's why true. he was gone for so damn long. It was true. And then the and then he wound up being 400 pounds. I mean, that's why, because he had to go into hiding for so long. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm just messing. I didn't realize that uh, Brendan was a, uh, I guess you call him a whistleblower? No, no, that was just my, that was my, uh, that was my theory. Oh, no, it's not a theory anymore. It's, it's a real We're thing. putting it out there. Well, for corrupt politicians everywhere, we'll see you next Tuesday. We will see you next Tuesday for sure. Nice, dude. Man, that actually worked. <laughs> yeah, that did. That's great. <laughs>